Wednesday morning broadcast here at JM in the AM, and I thank all of you for tuning in. Well, the the word is uh, now getting out, and the excitement is starting to build. And we have an amazing and unique opportunity this year to enjoy in the comfort of our own homes one of the most, if not the most, spectacular event of the year. And in addition to that, support the incredible work that's done every single summer up in Parksville, New York. You know what I'm talking about. I'm talking about a Time for Music 34 and all its related components this year because there are a lot of related components in this unique COVID year. And with us live via telephone is the uh, executive director of Camp Hask. And that's Rabbi Judah Michelle to shed even more light on what's coming up on the uh, 14th of February. Reb Judah, a pleasure to welcome you back to JM in the AM. Thank you. How are you, Malcolm? How are you doing? Baruch Hashem, doing great. I want to go back, before we talk about this big event, and obviously it's rare that uh, the Haas concert is you know, moved to February. It has happened before, but uh, this is obviously a <laughs> an exceptional year with everything everyone's been going through for the last many, many months. Let's go back to last summer for a moment, because what I was told was that even though the, um, uh, the, the there was this great discussion and uh, a lot of policy decisions being made from the State House in Albany last summer, Baruch Hashem, Camp Hask did find a legal way to at least accommodate some families during the summer of 2020. Take me back to the beautiful campus uh, during the summer of 2020 and tell me what was going on. Well, like like everybody, we were uh, up until the last minute waiting for uh, the good governor to accept the uh, invitation to come on your show <laughs> and uh, discuss the policy. <laughs> um, we managed to pull off uh, something miraculous. It was a, it was a real pivot for us. Um, and it was a reaction to the need that our families have so desperately. Um, while we weren't able to have our typical sleepover respite, we uh, we were able to do a day camp program right. so that people who were upstate, um, families came from literally all, all over the United States and rented bungalows and um, were up in upstate New York. And we bust campers in every day from their bungalow colonies and from Monroe and from Muncie. Um, even from Teaneck at a certain point in the summer. Um, and we ran at 15% capacity, uh, but at 100% heart. And it was, a, it was a very different type of a program than what we're used to running. But, uh, but we did our best. This is what the variables were, and this is what the situation was. And for those families who, whose, whose kids were able to, to be with us, uh, it, was, it, was, it was extraordinary. It was really very special. Very different. You know, they at, at came 5 p.m., Everybody uh, got on buses and uh, went back to their places of residence. It was, it was very different than the 24-hour care that we're used to providing. Right. But um, for those who, who we were able to, you know, uh, a little bit is also good. And, uh, and we're thankful for that opportunity that we have. So for those families who are lucky to participate, not the exact same respite that they get during the summer months, but they did get some type of daily respite, let's put it that way. I mean, as hard as this year has been, for, for everyone, for, and everybody is struggling, and, and everybody's trying to keep things together and, and, and survive and, and stay healthy and, and make it through. Uh, every home is uh, and its challenges. 
for families of individuals with, with specialized needs, with, with uh, developmental disabilities, kids are at home. We're generally in, in, in programs and in schools and, and getting therapies. And, uh, you know, it, it, it's, it's so much harder, so much more challenging. It's, it's, it's impossible to describe uh, just how difficult it is to, to juggling and to just keep everybody together. So I think the families were, were very thankful uh, and appreciative that we were able to do something even if it wasn't uh, what we're used to doing. Now, um, now um, I know it's only February, and when it comes to, when it comes to COVID, we never know what the next day is going to bring. Frankly, and certainly when we conjecture what the next month or two will be like, we're always surprised by how they don't end up being exactly the way we thought they would be. Uh, but can I assume that the way things are going with state government and with your staff? Can I assume? that the goal is to be a full-fledged, regular, wonderful Camp Hask full season this coming summer? Uh, yes, Amen. Yes. <laughs> I'm giving we're, you a broccoli. Uh, no, no, I'm saying Amen. You're dominating. Yeah. We're, 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 that, that's our plan. That's our intention. That's our goal. Um, we have staff interviews that are taking place now. Um, myself and uh, Ravavi Pollock, uh, our program director, we're, we're uh, interviewed about 70 applicants uh, just in the last couple of days here in yeshivas in israel um our our medical staff is starting to review applications and uh yeah we have about uh, two-thirds of our campers who have already registered um and we're waiting on you know vaccinations and and uh regulations to find out exactly what uh, what we'll be able to do but we're we're hoping we're planning and we're going full speed ahead Reb Judah Michelle's with us live via telephone, executive director of Camp Hask. All right, Reb Judah, it's obvious, and I'm going to say it even though it's over, it's, uh, it's stating the obvious. In order to make last summer happen, because I can only imagine how different financially this summer was, especially without, you know, the, generally speaking, you know, guests coming up and seeing the camp and people who are potential donors to the camp being so removed from it, unfortunately. Uh, and I can only imagine what it's like to open up this coming summer. So to say that the 14th of February is important to the future of Camp Hask is an understatement. Would you agree, and could you tell us, that this year and these months between now and camp are going to be critical for the financial future of Camp Hask? Uh, I'll say it like this. It, it, the 14th of February is existential for us. I mean, it's uh, Shmuel Khan, who you know for years, sure. our, 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 our camp director, um, wouldn't let go last summer. No, no matter what, we're opening. No matter what, even if it's for one child, for one family, we're opening. And you know what our bandwidth is? Yeah. You know what the overhead or expense is to open up a program? It's, it's, it's months of preparation and repairs and, uh, you know, the, 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 the pools and the, and the insurance. And it was, it, was, it was like this single-focused you know, need to provide care for as many families that we possibly could, um, knowing full well that uh, there was a great risk financially involved. And, um, you know, without having any in-person fundraisers, our hockey event and marathon, and programs that were scheduled in Los Angeles and Englewood and the five towns in Manhattan, all canceled. And not, not to mention, the most important of it, the crowning jewel of, of, of not just the, the Jewish music uh, experience of the year and cultural events of the year yep. in New York, but our, our biggest fundraiser of the entire year, which we depend on to run camp and to open the doors, 
this year, obviously, it can't take place in Lincoln Center. Um, so that's what February 14th is, a time for music. And, uh, and this year, the unique pivot, uh, ironically, is going to enable more people to have that experience of enjoying this unbelievable concert and this unbelievable uh, live stream and uh, to take part in uh, the great chesed and mitzvah and communal achrayis that we all have to take care of each other and open up this summer. Just to remind everybody, as we've been mentioning on the air, and then we'll get into the meat of the program, uh, we're going to start at 5 p.m. Eastern time on the 14th of February. It's a Sunday, folks, a week from Sunday, right? Super Bowl Sundays this week. The real Super Bowl in the Jewish world is the following week, the 14th of February, and we all support Camp Hask. Uh, at 5 p.m., a time for memories, I have the honor of hosting it, and we're going to look back at the past 33 years of the Hass concert and some of the amazing moments. So that's happening first at 5 p.m. Eastern time as a lead-up to 7 p.m. and the start of A Time for Music 34, a full-fledged, beautiful production. Ellie Gerstner, of course, is producing it. Uh, we're talking about the event of the year, and yes, this is going to be the event of the year. And you're all invited, literally for free, from the comfort of your home, own home. And we hope that you'll listen to the pleas of everybody involved in the show and that you will support Camp Hask and keep it going. And then, of course, as we've been mentioning, there is an added component uh, this year, what I would call a third component to the lineup, but for many it's really the centerpiece, and that is a, a show within a show. There is something called This Is We that features Shalom Lemmer and Ellie Schwabel, and that is going to be smack in the middle, midway, during a time for music number 34, literally in the middle of the show, what we would call, I guess, generally half of the show, uh, halftime of the show. Uh, it's going to be literally uh, in the middle of um, a time for music number 34, and that's going to be an added component for this year. So, Reb Judah, I mean, one of the things that we've done is we've really extended the the engagement that people are going to have with Hask, right? Typically, they're sitting in Lincoln Center for two and a half, three hours here for a period of at least five hours. People are going to be engaged, and hopefully people around the world will be inspired enough to support Camp Hask. Um, we, we know that the, um, the concert is always a remarkable presentation. I know some people find it hard to believe that online you can experience something remarkable when it comes to a Jewish music presentation, but I know you could state with full faith that the producers and the artists that are working on making this a great show for the 14th, in fact, are uh, in the midst of making a spectacular show for the 14th of February. I, I could say it uh, with full faith. I mean, Ellie Gerster is a phenomenal producer. He's a mastermind. Uh, he's been working on this to create uh, an experience that sitting at home is going to literally bring the magic and the excitement of a, of a Hask show in Lincoln Center, right to your living room or to wherever we are. Um, and uh, let me say, it, 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 it's going to be uh, the beginning of Chodesh Adar, a time, a time of Simcha, a time of joy, of oh, preparing yeah, for a big turnaround. Literally the day after Rosh turnaround, Chodesh, right? a, a big Vinafochu this year, waiting for a, for a big Yeshua. And uh, I could say without a shadow of a doubt that, that the walk down, the time for memories, the walk down memory lane with, uh, with Nachum that you're putting together is going to be really beautiful. All those special moments that, uh, that the Jewish people have enjoyed you know, for decades now, uh, to be able to enjoy that together with our friends and family at home safely and uh, to help us prepare for an unbelievable summer, God willing. I mean, what better way to go into Soda Shadar and to prepare for a big turnaround than that? Ladies and gentlemen, it's very simple. 
February the 14th, get ready to spend the night with Hask. <laughs> That's it. And you're not going to have to worry about getting tickets. You're not going to have to worry about uh, about uh, traveling to Manhattan. It is literally going to be a time for music number 34 in your own home. Hopefully 35. We'll all be together in a massive venue, please God. But we're talking about a time for music 34 in your own home, preceded by the two-hour presentation that I have the honor of hosting. It is entitled A Time for Memories. We're literally going to look back at three and a half decades of the Hess concert. Then a time for music number 34. And then Rib Judah, Rib Judah, Shulam Lemmer, Ellie Schwabel, they are working on something called This Is We. We've seen some um, uh, announcements about this on social media. We've seen some uh, other references to it. What could you tell us about This Is We, which is going to be shown halfway through a time for music? It's, it's, it's really an opportunity for, uh, for our campers to shine. Um, the, the show must go on. Um, I mean, uh, this whole year has been so difficult uh, for everybody. Um, this is going to be an opportunity for us on that uh, Sunday evening uh, to all stand together, not to show that the Jewish people celebrating together, davening together, banding together to support those who are most vulnerable and, and most need that support. This is who we are. This is we. It's, gonna, it's a musical presentation um, that's, that's really uh, heartwarming, and uh, it'll be a great intermission, so to speak, from the, uh, from the concert whose lineup, uh, whose lineup is not announced every single year. The extraordinary thing is that every year we sell out Lincoln Center without announcing uh, the headliners. <laughs> That's true. It's pretty. It's pretty. It's pretty wild. Yeah. It's pretty wild. Uh, this year, without uh, without the hassle of uh, parking in Manhattan, <laughs> you'll be able to enjoy that from home and have the extra advantage of uh, of enjoying a, a beautiful and unique presentation uh, that really puts uh, a hadgasha an emphasis on on who we are, our resilience, our our muna, our strength, and our celebration in the uh, in the face of challenge, which is really the story of Camp F. I really want that hassle again next year, Rib Judah. I'm just letting you know. I really I really do want <laughs> no, the hassle we'll, next year. Let's uh, have it in Yushalai, and we'll all take the light rail to the mix up. Bez- as, we'll lo- as, lo- as long as we get to see each other face-to-face, then I'm totally fine with that. Uh, but that's what I'm looking forward to. Uh, but a time for Music 34, everybody. Yes, resilience. I mean, you heard that. That's why I started with the story of what happened last summer. Hask has proven every single year its resilience and its commitment to the community. It's really as simple as that. And I know a lot of people in this audience have been supporters, from smaller supporters to the largest of supporters. Uh, And we're turning to you again this year, and I'm hosting starting at 5 p.m. Before we even get to the Time for Music show, we're going to do a Time for Memories. This is We is a very special presentation, which is going to be um, smack in the middle of a Time for Music as a special presentation. Um, And everyone out there is encouraged to participate and we'll let you know then exactly how to participate. But right now, the only thing you need to do is is actually go to hasconcert.com and register so that you are uh, informed about and you'll be able to follow up and watch A Time for Music and all of its accoutrements on the night of February the 14th. Right, uh, Rib Judah, the best thing would be uh, go to the hasconcert.com website, I would assume. That's right. We have uh, already a few thousand people have already signed up. Wow. Um, and uh, And thank you. Thank you for your support. Thank you for helping us uh, put this together. And and uh, we're very excited. We thank everybody for joining us. Do you think we're really headed to a Vanahapohu? Do you think that this Purim? Because every day people conjecture, oh, you know, will things open up in two weeks or two months or whatever. And, and every time it seems to really, you know, just crawl 
Um, especially, I mean, you know, imagine where you're calling us from, uh, from Israel, where you're under lockdown right now. Um, do you think this is going to be a real Vanahapo who when Adar and Purim show up? you think we'll see a drastic change from Judah and we'll start getting back to what we remember as normal? I'll tell you, I, I was so happy that you played uh, the Shlomo's uh, uh, beautiful interpretation of the Vitorsky Zatzal's Nigan Hoshia Samecha. I'm standing out here on a porch in Eretz Israel. You said 30 degrees and uh, snowy. It's here, it's 80 degrees and sunny. <laughs> uh, but it's the, it's the same feel of Hoshia Samecha. I mean, we're all waiting for that turnaround, and we're all waiting for the for the darkness to turn to light. It, it's uh, it's going to happen. It's already happening. Yeah, that's right. It's already happening. That's right. Oh, it's already I'll tell, I, can I tell you what? I, I spoke to a, a, a parent of a, of a camper um, right before the summer, around live Omer time. Um, the family lives in Moscow, and uh, their son is coming to camp. Um, and I called him to. At that point, the borders of, of Russia were closed, the airport was closed there. And we thought that we potentially had a way that. You know, a couple of kids from out of town could live in a bungalow and come. We thought we had some arrangements. I called them to say that I think we might have worked out something for a couple of weeks. Um, you know, we're just hopefully the, and I said, Amrit Hashem, you know, the borders will open and uh, God willing, you'll be able to get the papers and make it in and we'll get things approved and you'll be able to come for those couple of weeks. And he said, nah, nah, nah. I said, no, I mean, I hope we're being optimistic. This is, you know, one of the, one of the shluchim, one of the Rebbe shluchim in Moscow. And he goes, no, no, no. I'm like, okay, I mean, I hope, Mirza Hashem, we'll see what happens, but God willing, the borders will open, that's what we're davening for. And you never know, God willing, there'll be a vaccine, and we'll be able to, uh, you know, have everybody in camp. And he said, no, that's not what we're davening for. Davening for Mashiach, not davening for the borders to open so we can come to camp. We're, we're davening for, for Yeshua, for the entire, for all of Klai, so for the entire world. So we're waiting for the Venafochu, for Camp Pascal, for everybody. We're, we're davening for everyone, God willing, we'll see, uh, we'll see Mashiach Tukainu already. Amen. Rib Judy, you're amazing. Thanks so much for joining us. Thank you so much. Thank you, thank you, and thank you, Miriam. Have a great day. Rib Judy Michelle is the uh, executive director, Camp Hask. Ladies and gentlemen, free concert. Yeah, we'll be asking for donations, and believe me, you'll want to give once you participate. Believe me, you're going to want to give. Join us at 5 p.m., a time for memories. Join us at um, 7 p.m., a time for music. Join us at uh, the midway point of a time for music for the special presentation that's going to be happening. Well, I don't want to give away too much. I was, but I think Rob Judah said, right, highlighting the, uh, the, the campers themselves, this is we with Shalom Lemmer and Ellie Schwabel. This is we. Join us. Go to Camp Hask. Uh, go to Hasconcert.com. <clears throat> Hasconcert.com. Make sure you're registered and enjoy the evening. I hope you'll be engaged enough to um, to want to support the great cause. It is America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program. Heard on listener-sponsored digital radio. Around the world, the web at NahumSegal.com and the NahumSegal Network, and of course, in the beloved NSN app. I pulled out this Joey Newcomb Avram Rosenboom uh, medley from... Um, from a time for music, 33. I figured, why not? We'll just go back to last year. we got a lot coming up on Sunday the 14th from the last 34 years or 33 years. Let's go to something from a time for music, 33 at JM and the AM. <laughs> <laughs> 